Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, of course. I am joined tonight by, of course, none other than my other co-host, Jake Losey. Jake, what's up? How you doing? What's Say going on, bro? Man, right, you are <laughs> Hell yeah, come on, man. We're doing a fucking good... This is a fucking... Yeah, and we got another, of course, special guest host tonight, my cousin Peter Brew from Shots Fired, the podcast. How you doing, Pete? What's going on? Big Oz, what's up? I'm going. I'm good. Hey. I'm good. What's going on? Everybody good? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Thanks for joining us tonight. We're really hyped. You know, we want to bring a lot of energy to tonight's episode. But um, before we get started, I want to remind everybody how you can listen to the podcast. Real simple. Go to our website, darkfringeradio.com. There you can find everything, all our information, all our episodes, everything that we put out. So just that's the place to be. So make sure you go ahead and uh, uh, check that out. Also wanted to promote my cousin's page, Shots Fire the Podcast. You can check it out on Facebook. Make sure you go over there, check it out. Also his YouTube there as well. So Shots Fire the Podcast. Make sure you go there. And he's always talking about crazy stuff that's happening every day. So make sure you go over check there out, and check fella. that check out. Check it out. Yeah. Everything you Absolutely. want to hear, everything you want to see. Talking shit. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, no, and it's great. It's a great so outlet for. It sounds like. Go ahead. It sounds like I need. I need to. Co- it sounds like I need to co-host one of one of those episodes. We might. We yeah. might as well get everybody on there and start talking. Oh, shit. absolutely, sure. absolutely. Uh, and we haven't had. We haven't done an episode hey, in how long? We have it. We have it. We, we might as well no, no. bring it back. We should bring it back yeah. to the same crew. Us we three, should bring just, it back, and we should just talk some shit. Let's do it. Let's do absolutely, it. absolutely. Like so, <laughs> absolutely. So, shots fire the podcast. Make sure you check that out on Facebook. And uh, yeah, make sure you uh, support that as well. So um, other than that, that's pretty much it for the intro. I'm going to jump into one of our segments here. Uh, Pete, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this or not, but we're going to get you acquainted to what we do here on Dark Fringe Radio. One of the segments that we have here is something that Jay takes care of. And Jay, he uh, takes care of a segment called What the F Florida Man. And basically he finds (laughs) What the F Florida Man. And what he does, yeah, so what he does he scours the internet and he finds a story about our state that's just fucking unbelievably crazy that most people can't even understand that it's even true. So, okay. tonight we have another episode or another edition of this segment. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida near Tampa where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lickworth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him he 
they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Holy shit, man. What the F Florida man? It's Jay, what do we have this week for What the F Florida man? Take it away. Here we go. <laughs> that is right, William. Usually I scour the internet. Go. It takes me many, many seconds to usually pull up the very top line when you type in Google what the Florida and then it pops right up. It's usually top yeah. thing. So it takes me second. Uh, but this yeah. week, this one actually jumped out at me. Uh, I didn't have to search <laughs> for it at all. And it's not a okay. what the Florida man. It's a what the Florida sheriff. Wow. Here we go. Let's hear so, it. Bring the EJ. Palm Beach County Sheriff, whose name oh. escapes me after I read it 25 that's our, times before the That's podcast. our county right now. <clears throat> that's our county right now. It sure is. Don't, don't be getting uh, us in trouble, Jay. Go ahead. Uh-oh. <laughs> <But> <laughs> answered, I don't want no mysterious fucking we're tickets get indicted. and shit. Everybody's getting yeah. indicted. No, no. Well, here's the thing. We've already had one arrest on this podcast. Stop! <laughs> we have. Oh, my God. Jay got arrested on the air. I did. did I never tell you this, cuz? No. I did. I did. So this is one of our LRA episodes. Jay and me and Jay were doing an episode of the podcast. And back then, Jay. Yeah, about the Vegas shooting, matter of fact. Remember that? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So that's how long ago we're talking about. Two plus years ago, at least. And so Jay was doing the podcast, but he would do it on his headphones outside of his house. He would walk around or maybe sit in the car or whatever. Right, 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 right. So whatever, whatever, right? So he's on, you know, doing the podcast, and all of a sudden you hear, turn the fuck around, get on the fucking floor. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm thinking Jay's he's, getting he's jacked. He's fucking with you. He's fucking <laughs> no, I think he's getting jacked. No. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think he's getting jacked because the way the guys that I heard and their voice, I was like, these guys are yeah. for real. You know what I mean? Oh like when you hear somebody's God, voice man. and you know yeah, they're for real, yeah. they're for real. You're like, yeah, it's not it some was, play they shit. They weren't questions. Oh, they were commands. They weren't playing. And it was the fucking <laughs> Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office. Was, they were was, looking for a was. dude that beat his wife that lived like a couple streets over. He was a white guy. And then they grabbed Jay thinking it was him. So they grabbed him on the phone. I'm like, Jay, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> we're in the middle of the podcast. And then... Yeah. Hangs up, boom, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" And then I don't think I heard from him till like later on that night. Uh, uh, yeah, morning, but, it was about it, yeah. it was about an hour and a half later. It took him later, about an hour and a half yeah. Got it but all they were looking for some down. dude that had grills, like gold yeah. grills, and they're like, yeah. "Show me your you teeth." Got, you hear it, but I can <laughs> tell you, you hear it in the audio. You, you hear it in the audio. The guy tells me to open my mouth. So yeah, and, and see my teeth. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Well, I could definitely, I could definitely could see some white guy pacing in the street, you know, maybe like blowing off steam, and they roll yeah. down the street, and they're like, and it's that's yeah. him, that's him, that's let's him. get him. <laughs> hey, hey, he turns, oh, around, what can I say? He, turns, he turns around with the with the, with the AirPods on. Oh, yeah, he had no idea what was going on. I had no idea. No, you could no hear idea. it in his voice. I felt bad for him yeah. too. It, like yeah, you could it totally was, hear it. It was yeah. disconcerting. Um, is this important? You know? <laughs> Yeah, no, this is where it's probably gardens. Yeah, garden. Yeah, garden. Yeah. Probably gardens, I, I they probably they probably get that a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a first for me. Right, not uh, for you for I can sure. But I can cross off my bucket list for damn sure. That's funny as hell, though. That's funny. Yeah, as man. Shit. They came yeah. up, rolled up at four cars, no lights, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna see some shit. And, I, uh, we, next thing I know, we I couldn't even plan this, bro. The scene, There's no way we could even plan this any better, bro. No. I mean, not for no. the word. I mean, thank God Jay was, 
nothing happened. Right, right, thank right, God. right, for sure. But we yeah, couldn't plan I mean, this any better. This shit was fucking unbelievable, bro. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I got the raw, mean? uncut audio. So, so we're good. Be, hey, so with that being said, so that's yes. what the Florida sheriff... Oh, so, so let's hear Florida it. Sheriff, so let's get back let's to the Let's hear it. We're here. Yes, please. Yeah. So what the Florida man... So Palm Beach County Sheriff uh, answered a question asked the reporter why a suspect had been shot 68 times. And he said... Six, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. Did you say 68 times, bro? Two less than 68 70? 68 times. Okay. 68 Okay. Times. I just wanted to make sure I heard uh, the right shit because I'm the, drinking and stuff. The SWAT, so, team, SWAT team shot a suspect <coughs> 68 times. God and damn. when asked about it, the sheriff said... I'm a good shot. All, <laughs> he said, that's all the ammo we had. Oh, my God. Where was this at? Where was this? Palm at? Beach County. Palm, Palm Beach, Beach County. This is in Palm yes. Beach. Palm yes. Yes. Man, stop. That's funny as shit. I couldn't. Bro. Hear. So, uh, <laughs> recently, recently, um, wow. the suspect that actually, the suspect that actually uh, execution style murdered a state trooper, and that's okay. why he was on the run. Found gotcha. by the SWAT team, he came out guns a blazing, and they unloaded their clips into him. But right, right. I that is the best response I can imagine. Why did you shoot him sixty eight times? Because that's all the bullets we had on us. Welcome to Florida. There Hello. you go. God damn. What the Florida em- sheriff? Empty the clip on you. Empty the clip on you. Do it down God, here, man. You can't that's come out. We don't do come it. out shooting. Not, not with SWAT. <sighs> Are you kidding? No. I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to do that. Stop it. That's what you should be doing. Yeah, they'll probably put two in them regardless, but you know. Yeah, one in each hand, probably. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, come on. I'll take it. 68 times. I'll take it. Yeah. 68 times. Wow. Yeah. And boss statement. So, is there any kind of like investigation going on? Probably not. I'm just asking, though. No, because it was. The guy was a confirmed cop killer. I mean, yeah, he came no, out I get shooting. it. They used deadly yeah. force, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. They didn't I have mean, no choice. They didn't have no choice, bro. Like, if you're coming out yeah, guns of blazing, somebody, bro, like, somebody who's openly yeah, cheating he had, at a SWAT yeah. team. He's he had a suicide mission at that point. He was on. He was ready yeah. to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, bringing so, that up, that guy, bringing up, bringing that up real quick. That guy that chose, go ahead, Pete, that chose the. The guy that uh, chose it was lethal, either lethal ejection. Oh, he chose or, whatever. Uh, the firing squad. He chose the firing squad, right? Right. Yeah. Some, some, some guy in Arizona like, or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, right. okay. Where huh? they still have it like available oh. as an option. Right. Yeah. So he op- opted to have it done by fucking firing squad, firing Jay. Squad. That's boss. I mean, that's boss. that's boss for sure. That's boss. Hey, that's I'm sorry. You know the funny thing uh, is? Wait, what are my choices? I can be shot and bleed to death if they don't hit me just right. Um, and, but at some point, you're going to feel something unpleasant for however short that is. Right. Or I mm-hmm. can be administered a nice sleepy, sleepy drug, and then they will you kill are. me in my sleepy, for sleepy. Sure. For sure. I'm going out with the sleepy, sleepy. Hi, give me my teddy. A little cuddle, okay. No, but sometimes that sleepy sleepy don't work and you start having oh fucking convulsion. God, like, ah! <laughs> and the next thing that's worse than death, you know what I mean? Well, and say, then, you, know, man, why, you, know, you know why they say though why you know if they do the firing squad is because you know the guys 
have to have that whoever what regardless because they said they, they shoot like five rifles at somebody only one of them is loaded so that right. really yeah. takes the pain off of the other shooters right 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 like, at the end of the day whoever is doing it they still have that on their mind regardless of course right. they do. that's what you know what i mean yeah. so yeah so that's like the whole bag thing about it probably but i don't know whatever i just felt that that was just some crazy I, shit. I that know, is I true. Yeah, that I didn't know that before, but yeah, I found that out too. We, yeah, yeah we I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah that's some crazy shit, shit, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, ballsy, boss moves. Woo! <laughs> boss moves. You gonna take that one? But absolutely. This, well, Jay, let's get this thing started, boys. Well, Jay, thank you. Yes, uh, for that. Yeah, what Florida man? I appreciate that story. Love of course, it. out of our, out of our county, Palm Beach County. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Fuck you if you ain't from Palm Beach oh, County. That's right. That's that strength. But anyways, uh, we're going to get into our uh, main topic for tonight, which is the connection between hip hop and, of course, privatized prisons. Um, this is a, a conspiratorial podcast for tonight or episode for tonight. Um, but it's not so conspiratorial. There's a lot of fucking um, dots that I can fucking point you guys to tonight. We're going to be talking about all those uh, you know, tidbits of information and how we connect these dots. Uh, here in a second so please don't go anywhere we'll be right back hey this is mr gorga author of the best-selling book demons among us shocking real life stories from the paranormal you're listening to dark fringe radio all right guys thanks for joining us on our episode of dark fringe radio tonight we're going to be talking about the connection between the hip-hop community and privatized prisons and so you know listen i don't have to sit here and talk about the history of uh, hip hop. It was obviously, um, you know, it started in New York, and Cool Herc, and some, you know, you know, poor Latinos and black kids, and you know, getting together I and making some hip, fucking a hop, a hibbit, a hibbit, a hop. Rock into the bank. That's Sugar Hill right there. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's right there, guys. Yeah, yeah. So that's part of it all. You know, everybody knows that. You know, everybody knows where it came from, where it started. Of course, it fucking blew up everywhere. You went from the Midwest, the West Coast, even down to the South, even down Texas and Florida, everywhere. So it just basically grew everywhere. It just exploded. And, you know, you had everybody, every little corner had their own little style. Um, and, you know, everybody, you could tell where everybody was from because of that style. Everybody had like maybe, you know, a West Coast style, East Coast style. You know, when a guy was rapping from Texas, it was a little different. A guy right, from right. Atlanta or, or fucking, you know, New Orleans was fucking yep. rap different. Or even a guy from Miami would fucking do completely different music. You know what I mean? You're talking about like Trick Daddy and shit like that. You know True what I mean? Live crew. True Life Crew. True Life yeah. Crew. <laughs> and you're like, what is that shit? <laughs> we gave, yeah. Champagne Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can keep oh. it going, man. Exactly. So you know, hip hop really it, it it really gets into the community a lot, and people remember it in different ways uh, because of wherever it is that they grew up. Like you know, Jay was able to you know basically remember all these things you know that he remembers growing up as a kid here in Florida listening to yeah. hip hop music. You and me, Pete, we same thing. We kind of obviously took that in but then we took it further we listened to different kind of albums you know different places west coast right. east coast midwest right. wherever it was and so <clears throat> you know in our generation guys it was a very important generation because hip-hop had changed a lot you know it, it started in the 70s obviously it was more of a kind of like a, a poppy kind of thing at first right right and you right. kind of like poppy mainstream it was funky it was exactly it was like maybe a spin-off of maybe r&b you know what i mean right, right. you know but still on the was, pop side 
the very beginning of it, I mean, it was just people finding a new, all new sound, like add to the Run DMC. And, you know, it's, it's tricky is as great a song as it is. And it's, it's a banger. It still slaps like Will Smith. It's, <laughs> it's basic. God damn, Jay. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's not too soon. <laughs> Make up for Will Smith. 10 years. You got 10 years. <laughs> you got 10 years. No parole. We'll see you My 10 bad. years no. from now. My bad. My bad. So, but the point is, <laughs> Run DMC and two live crew were very different from very different areas. But oh, it was yeah. all still kind of that basic. It, it was only in that late late 80s, early 90s where it started to really change. It When it started to get a little bit more, you had more of the public enemies and you had uh, Cypress Hill. You started to have a more... Yeah. A last just get on the radio, do what you got to do, and, and, and keep it moving. To now, we're here. Our, we want to talk about what we want to talk about. And it was a lot more rebellious, a lot more angry. And when I say we, I understand it, it sounds very, very bad. And I, I'm only no, 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 trying to no, Jay, that's all good. No, I, we, I understand what you're saying. No, I understand what you're trying to say, though. You know, it's not we as far as that, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, it, it evolved yeah. to different ways, you know. Um, sure. Of course, it had the crossover with the fucking rock thing with Run DMC and all that stuff. But then it evolved from there, too, though. Then next thing you know, you had fucking Wu-Tang going on fucking tour with Rage Against the Machine. You know what I'm saying? And then that's where it started really started to change. And you know what I mean? And that's where you started to see a lot of the melding together. Now you even see it still today. I mean, you see Lil Wayne fucking doing rock music, you know, with his fucking hip hop, melding it I mean, together. Yeah, I mean, so I mean Pete, talk on this. Go ahead. I mean, there's talk so many about transitions it. out there. It's not even funny. You know, you got Machine Gun Kelly, who was right. a rapper here. This is a new guy, right? New rapper. Right. Guy. He's trying to bring out the new 2000s. Uh, Blink 182. You remember that? Those right. guys. Yeah. That Green Day. Those. He's trying to bring Fuck that yeah. back. So it's like the thing is, you know, you have a lot of guys that are transitioning. Like they say, history repeats itself, right? In music, it does that all the time. Like you Absolutely. were saying, Jay, it transitioned so much from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s was such a different sound. Every decade, it's like people were just trying to find a new wave. And everybody found it when they went back into rock. Now, mm-hmm. like you say, to piggyback off what you were saying, Jay, is that once they started finding those new waves, like we were more conscious about what we were doing. Now they right. don't care what yeah. anybody kind of thinks. They don't give a you know fuck. What I'm they no. do not give <laughs> a shit. shit. They no, don't give a shit. shit. You know, no. but if you think about it again, the guys that we were listening to were 26. 29, 30 years old. Right. The kids that are out here now, but it was a very 17, 19. At most. Even if even if it's even when you're talking to the same ages, you know, you you just uh, from a personal anecdote, I I have now an 18 year old daughter. And I remember being 18, and we're two very different 18. You know, by 18, I was already starting to I mean, she has a job and, and she's definitely an adult, but it was, I had already had so much of this different life experience. It was, you, sure. we just grew up a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 26 year olds now are not like 26 year olds then. For sure. Doctor, totally you can't agree. compare Dr. Dre to The weekend. No, well, those no, are two totally no, different no. things, yeah, though. That's, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Different jobs, yeah, but but, I, but I what you're saying, saying I, yeah, but what you're saying though, Jay, is like you can't compare like Dr. Dre to Pharrell, right? Because those are two Correct. different things. Thank you. 
Right. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying for sure. You okay. know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. Because those are two different, uh, two different times. You know what I mean? Like Pharrell could come up sure. with some fucking great fucking music. I'm not a, absolutely, absolutely. But Dr. Dre comes with a totally different kind of thing and still does it too. Is, the funny thing is, it's just a different style. Is, that's all it is. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, is like right now nowadays the music that's out is a lot of chanty right. singing type of yes. music you know what i'm saying right it's not yeah. hip-hop it's not lyrical you know it's not what we're used to right no so right and then when you got a 19 20 21 year old singing about it yeah i was 21 years old too but i wasn't really into the singing chanty thing either so but with with the development of me being a music head i have to kind of find the positives the pros in the new music right so with that being said we're used to that boom bap music hip-hop music mm -hmm. wu-tang rod raekwon you know where it originated just like you said up north that's what we really had that's all mm -hmm. we had really until right. it came down south then right. we evolved now with right. the newer style it's like you have to try to find the pros it's 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 it almost sucks because you have to listen to a lot of the bullshit but there right. are some out there you know what i mean For yeah there's people, some great artists under like there oh absolutely yeah For sure that I'm are fat. fucking topical and that are fucking really on top of their lyrical shit yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah. which is great you got, you got Cole, but you got to search for it Lamar. exactly yeah big those great. guys you know you got right. a bunch of guys out here bro you know a lot of thing is a lot of no namers are the ones that are lyrical that's the thing you know yeah. there's a guy named why odyssey odyssey, odyssey. Is one of them like, right and there's a guy right now named ybn corday He's going out with Naomi Osaka, the the tennis player. Okay. You know she is. She's a yeah, yeah. She, uh, the Asian American. She's like the new uh, hot yeah tennis player right, right now. She, she went through well, that she, whole thing. She right. was just uh, all the rave because she actually admitted to not being able to mentally perform exactly uh, due to the pressure. Exactly. Uh, and that caused a, you know, back in our day, that would have been you couldn't do that. It just that that would show weakness. Uh, but For now sure. it's not even showed as weakness. It's a strength to be able to stand up and say, you know what? I just don't have it today. It's too much for me. I can't handle exactly. it. And, and, yeah. and back out. And that takes a lot of bravery to be able to do that and, and know the backlash you're going to get. So, yeah. Kudos to her, bro. Kudos to her. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, getting back to the main topic here. So, um, you know, obviously we know how fucking, how powerful hip hop is, how it goes into so many different places, right? You know, it goes into so many different facets of everything. You know what I mean? Um, and how influential it is, obviously. Okay. Sure. So we obviously knew how there was an uprising of hip hop, of course, in the early 90s, of course, with gangster rap, right? Gangster rap. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the, the, the main figures of that are, of course, NWA from the West Coast, right? When you think right. of gangster rap, the beginners of that. The ones that started it, that's the one that started exactly. That's the one where it came from. It was NWA. I don't want to hear it else. That's the, where it started. The OGs, the actual yes. OGs. Yeah, yes, sure. of gangster rap, absolutely. So when you started seeing a proliferation of this kind of music, of course, you know, obviously now as parents, we can look back at this retrospectively, forty forty vision or twenty twenty vision, what the fuck they say, right. <laughs> and look at this better and say, hey, listen the messages maybe in there were not the greatest messages that was probably that should have been out there for our youth or for us to be listening to right sure. because it was a lot about killing a lot about doing drugs a lot about fucking bitches that's how it was sorry yeah that's how but it was that's how it was but it was but, it, it was the theme of a time i mean yes it was 
as tumultuous as today is, is there was a lot of grind back then too. I mean, the LA yes, riots. Yes. You had the whole, you, you, and we're there talking so about many, hey, and we're so talking about a real grind. Gone. We're talking about right. a real grind, yes. right? Yes. Real, yes. So, uh, not this. You know, not this. Not this push his shit. shit that's going on right now. Yeah, like yeah, real yeah. Grind, like, yeah. Oh, shit. put on I mean, a mask. Oh, no, get like, the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. Right. You had truck drivers <laughs> being taken out of their cars and beaten with bricks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had race wars. You had all kinds of. Bro, bro, they got a, they got a fucking, they got a fucking festival called Slut Walk for God's sakes nowadays. So what the fuck are you talking about right now? You know, serious? You don't know about I've never heard of this shit. Okay, let's hear this. This is exclusive from Shots Fired, the podcast. Here we go. We coming in. Hey, Shots Fired, we We're coming in. Peace out about that life no more. No, 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 no. It's not about it's that life, thing. but he hears shit. What are you? What are you talking about now? Amanda, um, what's her name? Uh, Amanda. Oh my God, the girl that went out with Wiz Khalifa. Oh, oh, um, the blonde-haired chick. Amanda, Amanda Heard. Amanda no. Bynes Heard. Amanda no, Heard. No. Oh my no. God, damn. Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, well, whatever. Man, she, I'll she, blow it whistle. So, so, she came up with this, so she came up with this thing, right? Where a whole bunch of women go out into the city or wherever, and they all organize where they walk with their, you know, their provocative clothing, you know, clothing, and then uh-huh. they say, yeah, it, it, something like that. Facts on Memorial Day, and. Uh, <laughs> That's what we're white after so Labor Day, right? And the whole thing, and the whole gesture behind it is, you shouldn't be a woman for her body. Like, what the fuck? So okay. They walk, so they're walking out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the street, half naked. As so what? Protest as a protest for men okay. not shaming their body. I mean, so, that's just uh, that. So no, this is I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. like, okay, we go ahead. A, we have a God's real being. protest. We have a real ride in the '90s. People get out of trucks, oh, and nowadays yeah. we have people walking naked in the street thinking they're doing something. So. That's right. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> what we're talking it, about. It's, it's <laughs> and that's and the music is what shows it. You know that time there was. Yeah. There was a lot of. Well, there was a lot that's, of, and that's then that's kind of where that's where you end up seeing this conspiracy. That's where this whole thing starts tying is right there in that '90s where you ended up had you. It seemed like there was an established. The plan gangster rap against the government, against the uh, well, not so much against the government, but so much to maybe make a profit off of it somehow. Farming in the penitentiary, penitentiary systems, yeah. So that's what we're getting into here, guys, tonight. And um, how we're tying this all in together is because the proliferation of gangster rap (laughs) in the early 90s, there was also a proliferation of. Uh, privatized prisons during that time and um, it just happened to correlate at the same time again we're not here to fucking tell you what we believe but we're just showing you information where you might want to look into and say maybe what I think is not correct maybe I should look into this a little further maybe my thinking is not correct when it comes to the subject matter but nonetheless what I'm talking about is the correlation between hip hop and the privatized prison system. And so um, you guys, you know, tonight, I uh, found a audio clip uh, where it was uh, Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony 
course, one of the most fucking legendary groups that came out of Ohio. I think they came out of Ohio. Pete? Yep. Right? What? Cleveland? Yep. What time? Cleveland. What's their era, though? Ohio. Cleveland, right? Late 90s. Late 90s. Or, like, no, exactly. mid 80s. Mid 80s. No? No. no. Early 90s? 90s? Yeah. Early, Early okay. 90s. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Early oh, yeah. 90s. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They got so, hit big with the first of the month and the, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up. Um, but there was a clip of him talking about a letter that came out. This letter that came out um, came from a, you know, unverified source. Nobody knows who it came from. Um, there's no facts regarding this is completely hearsay, but it was a very interesting piece of um, information that was put out there. Um, and a lot of people jumped on it. And um, he actually read the letter and I want to actually play the audio for you guys. So that way you can listen to and that way you, you can understand what we're talking about, how this all ties in together. And so I want to go ahead and share this here real quick, guys. So uh, give me a second. So what I'm going to be playing here is it's going to be a clip of Crazy Bone. He's going to be talking about um, basically uh, this letter that was uh, put out there and, um, you know, talking about how the hip hop community was basically tied into the privatization of prisons and how they use hip hop basically to um, make sure that the prisons were at its maximum capacity, uh, pretty much. And as nefarious as that sounds, it's pretty much uh, what they're claiming in this uh, in this letter. So I'm gonna uh, find this audio here. And well, the letter is um, <coughs> you guys can hear this meeting that changed yeah. rap music yeah. and destroyed a generation. Dang, here we go. So it says hello. After more than 20 years, I finally decided to tell the world what I witnessed in 1991 which I believe was one of the biggest turning points in popular music and ultimately American society. I have struggled for a long time weighing the pros and cons of making my story public as I was reluctant to implicate the, the individuals who were present that day. Mm. So I've simply decided to leave out the names and all the details that may risk my personal well-being and that of those who were, like me, dragged into something they weren't ready for. <clears throat> Damn. Hold on, let me uh. So we gonna tell a story. We gonna tell a story. We ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? What they gonna do? They after us, that's right. Look, that black man. <laughs> so look, so he says, between late, between the late 80s and early 90s, I was what you may call a decision maker with one of the more established companies in the music industry. I came to Europe in the early 80s and quickly established myself in the business. The industry was different back then, since technology and media weren't accessible to people like that, like they are today. The industry had more control over the public and had the means to influence them any way it wanted. This may explain why in early 1991, I was invited to attend a closed door meeting with a small group of business, with business insiders to discuss rap music's new direction hmm. rap music's new direction yeah little did i know we would be asked to participate in one of the most unethical and destructive business practices ever seen Christ. so said so so this was the meeting the meeting was held at a private residence on the outskirts of los angeles i remember about 25 to 30 people were 
were were being there. Right. Most of them familiar faces. Speaking of those I knew, we joked about the theme of the meeting, as many of us did not care for rap and failed to see the purpose of being invited to a private meeting to the get to to discuss the future of hip hop. Talk to him. Among the attendees was a small group of unfamiliar faces who stayed to themselves and made no attempt to socialize beyond their circle. Pause real quick, guys. I just wanted to. <laughs> you think something like this could be possible? First off, from what so far were you here? Ah, uh, possible. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, anything is possible. I, is it? But is it feasible? Is the uh, yeah, like all the pieces there to, for for it to happen? Right? Can that happen? What? I mean, you have to really think that to pull something like this off. I mean, I could see, I could see some record labels doing some crazy shit, and I could see them. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up with strategies to take advantage, but I don't know to go so far as to, to take it as far as what I think we're thinking it's going to take in to think there. Pete, what do you think? <laughs> I agree with Jay to a certain extent. I don't feel like you're going to get anybody over there by themselves with a bunch of people that don't know what they're going to get into unless they're getting promised something out the back end like Jay was saying but then maybe I start thinking about the type of who which artists are they talking about at that era you know what I mean like there's just a lot that goes into it you know what I'm saying like it, it can it's possible yeah I and, what, like, I and what what Pete is alluding to is that you did see a decline of the conscious rapper being suppressed people like uh, Public Enemy uh, who were fucking selling millions and millions of records uh, because they were cross cultural type of fucking artists. They went from the black community all the way to the white community. You know, there was, you saw, yeah. I mean, you just, that's the way it was. Um, they fucking did a fucking song with anthrax. Right. I mean, and it was awesome. And that shit was fucking dope as fuck. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it fucking catered perfectly to the hip hop community right. and the rock community. It was like the perfect blend of song. But again, you saw a, a dumbing down or a, a silencing of those kind of conscious rappers, even like fucking um, what's his name? Um, not only for Public Enemy, but um, what's his name? Fuck, I can't. I, big news, dude. Flavor. No, not not for Public <laughs> Enemy. Run DMC. But those conscious type rappers, you know what I'm talking, trying to say? Yeah. You, you saw a lot of those guys. KRS one. That's what I was thinking about. Okay. Those guys, mm. you just okay. you saw those guys kind of being suppressed. You know what I mean? You, you just it, it was more of the gangster rap that was the more proliferant and thing that was that was put out there by all record labels. You know what I mean? It was just like their own kind of version of it. You know what I mean? Well, see, it started well, in the West. Go ahead. But if we're saying you know, but if we're talking about gangster rap, gangster rap is you know that should, that was in the nineties, right? Right. So, now we're thinking about who's this crazy bone talk was was he at the meeting or what is this somebody no this is letter? a this is somebody else's letter that he's reading okay okay so again it goes back to who do, who do they have in their mind as to like who is there and right for somebody and it has to be somebody that that's willing to go that 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 route and the mile 
to to get to that. That's why they say hats. They sell There's yourself. There's got to be something. There would have right. to be something massive. Right, right. And so that's why at the end, of, well, I'm not going to go ahead and foreshadow anything, but let's just say <laughs> I piggyback <laughs> off of Jay okay. and what he says to a certain extent. Okay. Let's continue on. Let's see what's going on. Based on their behavior and formal appearances, they didn't seem to be from our industry. Our casual, our casual chatter was interrupted when we were asked to sign the confidentiality agreement preventing us from publicly discussing the information presented during the meeting. Hmm. Needless to say, this intrigued, in some cases, disturbed many of us. The agreement was only a page long, but very clear on matters and consequences which stated that violating the terms would result in job termination immediately. We asked several people what this meeting was about and the reason for such secrecy, but could not find anyone who had the answers for us. A few people re refused to sign and walked out. Nobody stopped them. I was tempted to follow, but but curiosity got the best of me. That's right. A man who was part of the unfamiliar group collected all the agreements from us. So now it's going to get to the good part because the meeting about to start. Talk to him, Jake. <clears throat> it says, quickly after the meeting began, hold on one second. Get your popcorn, y'all. Popcorn, get your pistol. No, sweat. For real, um, <laughs> <laughs> Quickly after this meeting began, one of the I'm industry colleagues who shall remain nameless like everybody else thanked us for attending. He then gave the floor to a man who only introduced himself by first name and gave no other details about his personal background. I think he was the owner of the resident, but that was never confirmed. He briefly praised all of us for the success we had achieved in our industries and congratulated us for being selected as a part, as part of this small group of decision makers. At this point, I began to feel slightly uncomfortable in the strangeness of this gathering. The subject quickly changed as the speaker went on to tell us that the respective companies we represented had invested in a very profitable industry which could become even more rewarding with our active involvement. Damn. He explained that the companies we worked for had invested millions into, millions into the building of privately owned prisons and that our positions of influence in the music industry would actually impact the profitability of these investments. Then he says, I remember many of us in the group immediately looking at each other in awe and confusion. At the same time, I didn't know what a private prison was, but I wasn't the only one. Sure enough, someone asked this, someone asked what these prisons were and what any of this had to do with music. <clears throat> we were told that these prisons were built by privately owned companies who received funding from the government based on the number of inmates. Mm -hmm. The more inmates, the more the government would pay these prisons. Mm -hmm. It was also made clear to us that since these prisons are privately owned, as they become publicly traded, we'd be able to buy shares. Most of us were taken back by this. Again, a couple of people asked what this had to do with us. At this point, my industry colleague who had first opened the meeting took the floor again and answered our questions. He told us that since our employees had become solid investors in this prison business, it was now in their interest to make sure that these prisons remain filled. Our job would be to help make this happen by making music which promote criminal behavior, mm. rap being the music of choice. 
Mm. He assured us that this would be a great situation for us because rap music was becoming an increasingly profitable market for our companies. And as employees, we also be able to buy stocks in these prisons. Immediately, silence came over the room. You could have heard a pin drop. Hmm. I remember looking around to make sure I wasn't dreaming and saw half of the people with dropped jaws. My days was interrupted when someone shouted, is this a fucking joke? At this point, things became chaotic. Right. Two of the men who were part of the unfamiliar group grabbed the man who shouted and, and attempted to remove him from the house. A few of us, myself included, tried to intervene. One of them pulled out a gun, put out a gun, and we all backed off. They separated us from the crowd and all four of us was escorted outside. <clears throat> My industry colleague who opened up the meeting earlier hurried out to meet us and reminded us that we had signed an agreement and would suffer the consequences of speaking out about this publicly or even those who attended the meeting. Damn. I asked him why was he involved with something so corrupt and he replied it's bigger than the music business and nothing we can do and, oh, no, no, no. It's bigger than the music business and nothing we'd want to challenge without risking consequences. All right, guys. So uh, <clears throat> there was a lot laid down there. Yes. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't. I mean, obviously, it's an anonymous letter. There's there. There are some statistics to back up. Uh, how gangster rap definitely uh, is a direct correlation with uh, private prisons, and and there was definitely a, a farming of, of of. Speak on that, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you got it. Yeah. Well, there was definitely a, far, a farming of, of <laughs> young people, young people of race, and certainly from certain areas, uh, almost as, as if to try to rap like. Listen, kind of almost, I don't, almost kind of like AIDS eradicating homosexuals. It almost kind of seems like it was supposed to spray one way, and it it didn't. But I don't know if I would go as far as to say the music industry was like, hey, we're going to do this. I could see more of the government saying, hey, we're going to push against this because it's actually what we want, and we're going to just let it happen so we can filter in these because that's how the money gets cycled is you then have these – young men get incarcerated and they, it becomes a, a vicious cycle for them and it, it becomes itself almost vicious cycle with no end listen absolutely jay i get i get i 100 get what you're saying and i i agree you know what i mean that's exactly what's going on here um it's bigger than these these you know ceos it's the government you know what i mean they're the ones who are actually pulling the strings on this anyway at the end of the day that's how we know you know because there's certain things are are allowed to get let going on for a certain reason. We all know that. And it's because it, it falls along with their agenda. That's how they do shit. They just don't want to do shit. They let other people do shit for them. I That's how like, they do I shit. Feel like, I feel like, it, you know, the government only takes it to a certain extreme because at the end of the day, you know, society's going to do what it does, right? Right, of exactly. course. Evolution, right? So, so, right, yeah. So, you know, I'm a realist. You know, so at the end of the day, it, it like Jay says, it impacted all ethnic, all ethnicities, folly and I mean, and every. Don't you know, tell me there, just, there there wasn't a rap song that fucking got you fucking lit. You were ready to just course, like bro, that, fucking course, go, right? Like, come I'm on, saying. right? That's what I'm but saying. that's Jay that's the energy. 
Right. And that's what I'm saying. He's like the, Move, the government. bitch, get out the way out is the my way. personal yeah. favorite. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Bro, you know, it's so fitting. It's so fitting it's so, on yeah. so many occasions. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's just like you said, man. It, it, it impacted a lot of people, especially in poverty. Again, right. young yeah. people of ethnic backgrounds. So right. it, it yep. goes right back into the same thing. At the end of the day, I don't think, well, they will will a record company and all their collared guys come to a, a house in the middle of nowhere and be like, hey, listen, we want you to fucking basically try to Farm yeah, yeah, influence the younger race because that's basically what they're doing to jump on the bandwagon to get more. No, I don't think that happened. No, you don't think I don't, so? I don't, I don't think so, bro. I think Man, you guys are not with me. I am so fucking with I, this I shit. Can't, can't I'm with it. it. I'm with I it. No, I am, man. Thing. Right, okay, so check this out, right? So who, I, I, you have to think who's behind this because I can think of people right now that are legit and that have been moguls that have Listen. done some things, but nah, they're not, they're like- Listen, all the music business, all the music business is owned by six fucking families, six families. That's it. Oh yeah, of course. That's of it. Course. So yeah. all yeah, all you're course. doing is getting six families to agree. Okay, so it's like the this. mafia. Right. Okay, so that's what it is I at the end of the day. If you want to call it the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Right, but that's and that's see that's where you start to lose me is when it becomes like the shadow government is specifically doing this. I can see how uh, a, a government. I could see how certain institutions would see that pattern and capitalize on it utilizing utilizing what they're going to see and almost forecasting it and and stepping into it but i don't know if i would say so much as if people got got together as a meeting and said hey listen here's what we're gonna do we're gonna push this gangster rap stuff because we want to make sure that we arrest people and put them in these private jails to farm money i see it almost going the other way saying hey listen we see these private prisons they need to be full. We're going to give them funding. And because of the funding we give them, this is going to be the outcome. It'll return on its investment. I think it was more of a money thing than necessarily. Oh, it totally a, was. We're going right. to influence. And, and another no, influence no, it's not about the influence. It's totally about the money. It's totally about the money. Just to piggyback off that, just to piggyback off that record deal. Record Speak on it, Pete. Speak on it. Hey, record companies back in the day were making all the money already. And now they oh, have those 360 was. deals. They were making. Have you heard about those 360 deals? Hey, they were bad. Yeah. Sure, dog. I mean, oh. people, dog, people were making three cents on a fucking on a fucking album. Album. That's crazy. And now they have these. By the way, some people don't know about this shit. The inside shit about you know the record business right. and fucking music business, but oh, they have I, a thing I, called a 360 deal, and that's right. what they sign some of these like fucking these acts that are really like they're wanting to get into the big time, right. but. They don't know their nope. shit because right. they nope. don't go to it right. And right. so the 360 deal means that they fucking make everything off of you. Meaning that yep. if you do a fucking podcast, they're making money off of that. Um, if you sell a fucking sock, they're going to make money off of that. If you're selling a pair of panties that you wear, they're going to make money off of that. That's a 360 yep. deal. That's completely. I mean, you're basically selling yours. You're complete. Right. Sold so, at so, that point, so, right? So with that being said, yeah. So with that being said, they're making all the money anyway. So why exactly. go why go why go out the way of a, a perfectly flowing 
Evan flow to capitalize cycle. even more on it. No, but it's, it's already there. Already. It's a stream it's of revenue. Only, All they have to listen, do is just listen, fucking circle through. Let's put it like this. If it's happening, if you say it was happening, I think it's happening now more prevalently than it was back then. Because you oh, now right it's right now because people are going dependent. All of these little rappers are going dependent. They're Bro. doing their own thing. So those guys that want to come out, those are the guys that I could see like Molly okay, Percocet, cool. Molly Percocet, Molly Percocet, Molly Percocet. Well, what else I got to say? Molly Magic. Percocet, oh. I'll say it again. Oh, Molly Percocet. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I that's. I know. But that's what I'm that's talking that, about. That's, yeah, that's that subculture, bro. I mean, it's, you know it's what I mean? It's all a culture. Everybody wants to be different, bro. Everything's got a niche of a niche of a niche. Yeah, like it's a culture, it's a subculture, it's this, whatever. But at the end of the day, bro, like I said, I don't think they really go out their way because at that point in time, record labels were making coming. all the money regardless. I fucking do. Fuck it. I'm a, I'm a fucking different from you guys. Point, okay. No, absolutely, okay. man. They fucking, Tell they me. plan this shit out, man. They systematically fucking suppressed all the conscious rappers all that time. NWA was the fucking biggest thing you ever heard of. When the Chronic came out, okay. that was the fucking biggest album that so, you ever, so was, ever, so even on the East Coast. NWA? What's that? What? What? Why did they go to? Why did they go get NWA at that meeting? That's what I'm saying. I want to know the caliber of people that were going because oh. if it was if it wasn't Crazy Bone and Crazy Bone was one of the guys that were popping in the '90s, yeah, and it was yeah, his yeah. his colleague. Who the fuck right. is this guy? And why didn't Crazy right. Bone get invited? So let's put, let's put this into into real terms, there, Will. So for you to believe that, that means that you believe the music industry the labels influenced dr dre and how he wrote the chronic no i no. can't buy that no no no, no. that's not what i'm saying see that's the, that that's came, the trick that's, that's the trick came, that's, no no no, no. That, right, that's what that, i'm not what i'm saying they allow him to make his music because they found that his music was perfect for their plan or right. that worked for their plan so they didn't need to tell him I to feel do like anything. That's part, that's, they I just like that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They like, just told him, "Hey, do your thing. Go do your thing. Go." They like they be, go birdie fly, and because they say, "Oh, because we know we could fucking capitalize on that." You understand what I'm saying? Right. So they, yeah. yeah, they're not going to fucking that's, influence him in any way. But because <clears> he like, makes that fucking gangster rap music, and that's what they want. So then they have to get somebody but, that I mean, sucks please, at that how many times, tell me, Pete, how many times have you been in a car and you, please, I know, me and you, listen to me, 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 how many times have you been in a car and a fucking, fucking song came on that got you fucking lit and ready to go, to go do something that you probably shouldn't have done? Tell me that's not true. Even I myself included. Of come course. on of course absolutely of course. every time it's not even bust a move come on, come on get the fuck out of here <laughs> hey hey, no, hey I mean... if you want it will you got it <laughs> well you want the smoke <laughs> jay you want the smoke <laughs> oh east coast west coast though no. <laughs> oh no, that was that all was fucking good. shit too yeah listen that well that's a whole other episode too the whole east coast west coast thing but yeah, man. I mean, I there know. was a. I, I think there was a direct correlation of it. Absolutely. I seen some of. But I, well, I don't. I seen. I seen. I seen people that I knew that. 
shouldn't have made a certain decision, but was influenced by the fucking lifestyle of what they listened to or what they but saw. That's, but that's every, yeah, <laughs> but that's everybody too to a certain extent because you're gonna buy absolutely no, but you're what you're a part of, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. I, I I understand that because now I've always known that I've always seen that like right. always influential. Music right. and TV, bro. Even music more days. Oh, I was new. Yeah. The most influential thing in the world. And I would yeah. listen to some shit. We already know it. Now, growing up, growing up and where I'm at now, like I said, I have a daughter. You have a daughter. You got kids. Everybody got kids here. We can right. now see it. So different. now, right, it's different. And I got to the point where different. I always told myself, if I got to defend hip hop, rap, gangster rap, like I love gangster rap. Oh, me too. I love it. Absolutely. Jeezy, Gucci, man. I love yeah, that. yeah. I Snowman. Snowman. I listen to all that. You know yeah, that. yeah. T.I. Yeah, yeah. T.I., all that, bro. I listen yep. to it. But yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, we listen to it for what it is. And it was a stage yeah we don't we didn't let it like we didn't let it fucking influence our life to like we had to do that to a t we understood that that was a certain type of lifestyle that certain people lived and if you wanted to fucking dip into that you did but you knew what the fucking consequences were to it but i don't think that that, like you said they just they want they They let that shit influence them they were about about that life life. yeah like like takashi they got caught up Oh, don't even get me started on that motherfucker, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that motherfucker still running around Miami, like, saying he doesn't have no protection? He, got, bro, he, lives in he Boca. better be careful. He lives, he lives in Boca. Get the fuck out of here. I let you everybody lives... know. Yeah, he lives in Boca. <laughs> uh, like, three fucking... Ca- uh, three... Yeah, three cities over. Yeah. But he lives in yeah. Boca. Uh, he played ball. He played basketball with one of my homeboys and, like, five security guards around him. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Yeah, I swear to God. I swear to God. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. But yeah, so you got guys like that that are running around here thinking they can rap. And, you know, those are the guys that are getting. See, now when you want to talk about some Illuminati shit and selling. You think those are the guys who I put in, in like in position to do shit like those that? Takashi. That's Takashi. Uh, imposters. The They're the imposters. The imposters. Right. The spectators. They look from the, the outside. Imposters. Outside What's that in, fucking game that fucking Layla plays with the fucking imposters? What is all that shit? What's it called? Oh my god, I don't know what it's called. Among Us, yeah, it's fucking oh, Among, Among Us. Us. <laughs> it's the hip hop Among Us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the fucking hip hop Among Us. It's crazy. Takashi Six Nine is the fucking hip hop Among Us fucking imposter. Right. Right, but that's what that but guy is. Go, but to go back to what you're saying, like I said, it depends on the caliber. Like I said, Takashi, I feel like is one of those guys that would be at that meeting. Yes. Right, like somebody like that, I yeah. want to yeah. see for real being at that meeting. Yeah. You know, I want to see, you know, no, no Chuck D. Chuck, Chuck D is not yeah. going to be there. Or Timberland no, no. or Chuck fucking yeah, yeah. No. going to be there. Doctor no, no. Doctor Dre ain't going to be there. No. no. Like Swiss Beats so not going to be there. So like no. you said, so like you said, do I see Ice Cube? Yeah, no. Hell no. No. Ice Cube's doing movies. We can take a Tupac, Biggie, Big Pun. No. No. Those will not be there, bro. They would literally slap the shit out of everybody in that fuck. See, that's like, that's, that's, that's the difference of back then. Compared to this generation now. They go on Twitter and beef. So. These guys, these guys ain't going to jail now. Dude. Hey, do you remember at the Source Awards when fucking Tupac? No, not Tupac. I'm sorry. When fucking Snoop Dogg came out on fucking stage and basically called out everybody from the East Coast I that. on stage. Was that the first? Wasn't that the first one? It was the Source was Awards. It, it, I don't know I if it was the that. first. Yeah, was it, I, and I he, remember. 
We gotta, yeah. we gotta look that up. Woo! <laughs> I remember wow, that. I remember that. that was yeah. fucking fire, bro. Yeah. When he did that, I was shit. like, hmm, this is gonna be some different shit. I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro, man. These young, these young cats now, man, out of Chicago and shit, man. They're fucking, they're, they're bro. What is going on with these fucking guys in Chicago, bro? They're pretty bad, bro. They're pretty bad. They're just the getting baby. shot up everywhere. They're pretty bad, man. You know, so. But again, like, that goes right back into that. Hey, you want to know what? Go <laughs> right. So, oh. like, I think it was like seven years ago. She she lives in like Pilsen, like that's the hood, right, of Chicago. And she was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "I was putting my stuff on. I was putting my jacket on." And she was like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I'm gonna go for a walk." She's like, "No, no, you're not gonna go for no walk." <laughs> I was like, yes, the fuck I am. Watch this shit. Oh, yes, I did. I fucking went for a walk. I went down to the fucking corner store. I got fucking soda. They're like, you're not from around here. I was like, hell, fuck no, I ain't from around here. Where are you from? (laughs) I'm like, I'm from Florida. They're like, all right, got you, Florida boy. Walk your ass right back. I was like, "Yeah, I got you too." I, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a different thing in Chicago. It's for real. Now, I had a similar experience, but in the exact adverse. I lived in Tennessee for two years, <laughs> and there was this little place called the Three Way Market. William, oh, William, there was a three way market. It was like a Circle K. And oh. It was called Three Way Market because that was where the three roads intersected right at there. Oh, at the crossroads. Right and they there. had three. <laughs> Penny slot machines, William. They had three oh, penny slot machines. Jesus Christ. And these people would line up out around the door and around the, I mean, literally down the side to of the building. To play these slot machines, really? To play these slot machines, yeah. And Fucking I walked shit. in to buy milk because it was like a Circle K and I needed milk. So I walked in. I'm in board shorts and tank top. It was almost like you heard the record go, and everybody kind of looked at me. I was like, don't, don't worry, guys. Not here, not here for the pennies. Here, here for just some milk. I'll be out your way in a minute. The milk. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> no. All, nope. Everybody's in their overalls. And yeah, they were, they were like, we don't know your mama. I'm like, no, you do not. No, sir. No. Uh, let me <laughs> get Florida my boy. Here. I will be on my here. way. The Florida boy. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to stage left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. I but will, yeah, I it's... will take my flip flop ass out of here. No, but <laughs> it's funny, though, that, you know, Again, we're talking about all these things about stereotypes again, about the hip hop community, about, you know, how people act and react in different areas and, you know what I mean? In different walks of life, you know what I mean? Even white or black, poor is poor, you know what I'm saying? So people react to that, you know what I mean? So that's why you have that proliferation of artists that come from different areas that have fucking a great following behind them. You know what I mean? You're just like wondering like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But these guys, you know what I mean? They they really like they talk to their same their, to their people because that's what they they live. And again, we talk about the the you know how this is all put together. And I can't. I mean, Pete, how many how many hip hop songs you know about? Do they talk about prison being in, in behind bars? All of them. Yeah, how many? A lot of them, right? Locked yeah. up. About being fucking <laughs> exactly doing a time. Murder was the case that they gave me. Murder was the case that they gave me. I mean, yeah. that was the most, and that was a real one. That was right. a real one. Right, right. People yeah. forget that. Real case. Yeah. That was a real case. People it's forget good. that. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that case, that there would have been no Snoop Dogg today. No. 
the Snoop Doggy seat today would have never existed if that fucking thing would have went the other way around. Because you nah. locked up for a long time. Like Akon song. Locked up. That's right. That's right. I mean, but that's how it is though. I mean, that's how this I think a lot of people got wrapped up into the whole lifestyle of what the music industry you know portrayed as being cool or being you know what's fad and you know what's being you know it's all it is yeah. anyway that's what hip-hop an is image anyway that's it did it is, always has been you know? it just got yeah. worse but it, and worse it, because it progressed you know what i mean it sets it tends to set the trend and it really has become i mean it's it, it you know when it started in the 80s and the 90s there was all these little niches now it's it's a lot more wide open uh right. probably more than it's ever been it just right. it doesn't seem to have the same substance that it used to exactly. it just hit different back in the day because back it in the is. day it was a little bit more real a little too synthetic these days exactly exactly i i totally agree with that now you got clout chasers is what we like to call them nowadays oh that's a whole nother that's genre what the, that's what the that's, kids are calling them guys yeah, that's what they are guys Ch- it's cloud chasers you know we used to call them posers Posers, exactly. That's what we called them. Yeah, bro, you're a fucking poser, bro. Yeah, get the fuck off me. Step off, poser. And that was, and it's funny because to be a poser was like the worst thing to be. That was one thing that none of us wanted to be called. You. That's what we call a rat. Call someone a, call someone be a, you know. That's what we call a rat. Cocksucker, yeah. But the second someone's like you're a poser, you go, ooh, come on, bro. What you talking about, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we look at you different. But, that's, oh. but again, clout chasing. You know, that's <laughs> clout chasing. That's all it is nowadays, man. People who could see if could do better than the next guy. And how many followers and how many likes? That's what it is. Yeah. It's all yeah. the fucking social like, media it's shit. About likeness. Come on, you have. Oh, to that's like what likeness. it is. Likeness, yeah. You know I mean? How profitable? How how marketable are you? It's all about you know what I mean? Style, man. Exactly. About- how catchy can you be? Yeah. yeah how far out you can be how can you how can you make yourself relevant by doing stupid shit when you're you right know, let me let me ask some fire and jump out of the fucking window let me do that but yeah but, but just, great but, but guess what you know what the funny shit is now though we that will get me some fucking followers right 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 that's exactly yeah. what it is bro that's yeah. all it is right you want to act like a dumbass it'll right that's it'll exactly run. what it's gonna it'll do get you a lot it'll get you a lot of likes that's you know fucking I mean? stupid. It's, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Stupid. It's, it's so stupid. That's what I'm saying. Again, our generation now compared to the generation we were listening to back in our day. So do you guys think there's an Illuminati in hip hop? No. No, Jay? Jay says no. no. Pete, what do you think? Do you, you think, think there's, there, a, there's I, a group? I, oh, here, let's hear what Jay got to say. Wait, let me expand. Here let we expand. go. Here we go. Okay. Let me expand. I don't think the Illuminati. I think if there is an Illuminati, it has much bigger right. things to deal with than hip hop. I do believe mm-hmm. that hip hop, and especially those who are at the top of the game, the trendsetters, the ones who are on top, uh, and, and find a way to keep themselves relevant, continue to spin the game. And I think those those people are influencers, power, and and I believe that they're continuing to do those things. I believe they have reached unbelievable heights and are continuing along to push society forward. That being said, no, I don't think the Illuminati has shit to do with what happens. You're right. No? Yeah. Pete, what do you think? There's, Illuminati? 
They got two. You know what? They got two. Do you know what the Illuminati's in? It's in what, what are they podcasting. In? That's <laughs> fucking right. Advertising. We're, that's another episode, my yeah, 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 yeah. Big agri- agriculture, big uh, farm. That's it. Pharmacy, yeah. bro. Big farm. Fuck yeah. Bro. Big farm. That's it. Big farm. That's it. Big yeah, farm. we've, yeah, we've talked about so. it. We've talked about it countless times, me and Jay, how mm-hmm. the big farm industry is so powerful. They're so powerful. I mean, there's nothing that can stop them. I mean, they're like, the real mafia. Right. If there's anybody that's like the real mafia, it's, it's big, big farm. Right. Bro, think about it. They're allowed to sell drugs to you. They're the ones they say they're going to say, oh, I'm going to pass them through FDA and I'm going to sell them and this okay. And I'm going to make a profit off it. And even if it comes back and says it's not okay, oh, it's okay. We'll fucking take the hit and the losses in the fucking lawsuit. Big farm, baby. <laughs> I'm telling bro. you, it's horrible, bro. That's why. That's why all this. That's why all these nutrition. All these uh, natural things are don't even go through. No money. No, exactly, exactly. It's all these fucking chemicals that they fucking put in your body that has another side effect. You have to take another drug for, and then it's just next thing you know, you're the ebb and flow of society. Yeah, bro. Next thing you know, you find yourself in that vicious cycle. Again. That's exactly it. That's exactly so, it. No, I don't think there's Illuminati in music, though. No, like, I, I, I believe I. I do. I believe it. Not now. Not it's now. there. Oh, Not absolutely. Too, there's too much. There's too much info. It's, uh, Little Nas X. You don't think there's a. Uh, you don't think it's there's a feminization, okay. a yeah. feminization of fucking guys in hip hop. Of course. Oh, that's not yeah, even, but that's I, that's I don't. Even I don't think the Illuminati has shit to do with it. Right. Yeah. I just think they're just flamboyant as fuck. You think that's what it is? I don't. I don't really think it's. Bro, I don't. I really don't think it's that. I mean, you don't think it's design thing. by design? No. The thing is, bro. Listen, little Nasex, all that femininity and all that shit in fucking rap, dog, is a new thing yeah. nowadays. Remember, it started in the social, dog. When it becomes starts, uh, when it starts to become accepted in society, where dudes, and guess what? Where it starts, it's a music. Because it's music, yeah. Again, it's a fad. The people of. You know, regular civilians, dude. They they look for the next fad, especially right. in the culture of hip hop. So they right. follow anything. Yeah. So they follow anything that the next rapper is doing. They smoke anything the next rapper is smoking. You really want to talk up? You really want to get to Illuminati's in California? <laughs> I talked to this one guy when I was down there. Let me hear You know what he Let tells me? He's what? like, I was like, oh, what you growing? Oh, I'm growing sour diesel. I'm like, all right. What made you want to do that? Well. That's what the rappers are want to smoke on. Why? Because if they say it in their fucking, hey, we're sitting and we're smoking on this side with diesel. Guess what? They're singing it's it all about marketing. And their kids want to smoke and smoke the side with diesel. It's all about marketing. Remember? Granddaddy Perp. And right. They were smoking Granddaddy Perp. Remember? All that Crip. 90s, the 2000s. All Northern that Lights. <laughs> all that shit, bro. Oh, Jay you, wasn't bro. a part of that movement. Jay was before that. Jay was after that. No, Jay was after that. We he didn't go through any of that. He didn't go through the fucking. You know, no, no, Jay. Thank God you did not go through any of this shit. You fucking, you are smart. I'll give you that. You fucking, you jumped over a fucking bad time of fucking weed because we had fuck. No, we did. My fault that crisscross spoke more to me. Oh, whatever, bro. Listen, we had packed like compressed weed. Look like fucking 
particle board, bro. It was horrible. It was brown. It was that, it was that pure Mexican brick. It was brick. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looked like a brick or cocaine. It was horrible, bro. It was, horrible. Yeah, it was just horrible. You yeah, know listen. You know how we graded it? You know how we graded it? Mids. We had mids. <laughs> bro, we remember? graded it by color. Remember by color? color. It was like yeah. all brown and the brighter yep. green it was. That's the, that was You might have got mid or you got crip. Yep. <laughs> and that was it. Or hydro. Hydro is a big thing in Florida. Yeah. I, I remember hearing yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. well, don't worry, you missed all that, Jay. You missed all that bullshit. Yeah, I went right to I went right to medical. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. shit. He did. He did. <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> Big up to Jay. Speaking of and which. shots fired the podcast, of course. Big ups. <laughs> Make sure you go ahead and go on Facebook and check that shit out. It's another podcast. We're gonna we gotta revive it, cuz. Come on, We're man. Revive it. We're reviving it, bro. Are we gonna do it? We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, bro. I already have some gonna... I already have some I already have some good topics involved. Oh, we're gonna talk. I think we should shit. do it. I think like this this whole dynamic, me, you, Jay, it's pretty good, bro. I think it's good. It is. Let's run it. I like it. I'm down. I, I like, like to it. talk some shit. <laughs> I, got some real shit. We can there talk we some go. shit. Of, yeah. There it's we go. There we go. There we all right, go. Do it, man. Thanks for having yes. me on, cuz. No, of course. Listen, cuz, appreciate it. Uh, Jay, uh, Glossy, of course. Great. Thank you so much for coming on oh, tonight. My pleasure. On the podcast. My pleasure, guys. Yes, please. And of course, everybody, um, you can go to our website, darkfringeradio.com, and check out all our stuff there. Make sure you can mm-hmm. just go there, subscribe to all our stuff, YouTube. It's all connected together. Just go to our website, check it out. And of course, Shots Fired, the podcast on Facebook. Make sure you go there. We're going to do some stuff here pretty soon, some collabos. It'll be really great. So you'll see all the cross right. fucking promotion shit. So you'll see it pretty soon. So thanks, guys, for coming on another uh, episode of Dark Fringe Radio. We'll see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening to Dark Fringe Radio recorded in the Mephistopheles Studios. Any correspondence can be sent to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.